Hi, welcome to this clinic uh, today. Welcome to me, Trimming. Thank you for coming. This is a real pleasure to have such a great musician and guitarist here. It's just a creative force, and it's uh, really a pleasure to introduce you, Joe Diorio. I'll play some, and uh, we don't have a whole lot of time, so we'll, we'll talk. I'll play and explain some of the things I do, and you can ask some questions, and we should get through it that way. I'll play fast so we can talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Um, uh, how do you approach uh, solo guitar? Oh, solo guitar. <laughs> I'm supposed to have pretty good ears, too, you know that? <laughs> well, it took me a long time to figure it out, my man. Let me tell you how I do it. Um, I don't like to play it like Joe Pass, number one. I think it's great. I love it. But I don't like it for me. I don't like to play it like George Van Epps because it's great, but it's old and it's tired, and it works, but it only works for him. And uh, I thought to myself one day, why don't I just play the guitar and just, just play and not worry about uh, single lines and, and chords, but when they appear, then I'll put them in. So how I start, I just start playing. But I have the melody in mind all the time. So I'm playing green. I like it, but it's not for me. So actually, it's, I have a very simple approach. I play lines when I want to. I play changes when I want to. But I mix it up, and it's all around the melody. And fortunately, after playing a long time, I've uh, made it into somewhat of a style. But just to give you a little bit more definition to answer that question, what you want to do is, is you want to be able to play the melody real clear. So like if I'm playing... Okay. The first thing you do is quote the melody. The next thing you do is play a chord. This is a bit of a formula, but it works. Melody, chord, run. <coughs> Back to the melody. Melody, chord, run. Melody, chord, run. Melody, chord, run. Now when you have a lot of notes, just play the melody. Don't make it hard on yourself. Life's too short. <laughs> Take your time. I 
fast, weird and fast runs, my wife calls them. Have a couple of weird and fast runs so people think you're really something special. <laughs> 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 you know I haven't had a lot of sleep. I'm sorry. When I get when I get like this, it's really like cuckoo clock time. You know what I mean? I like anyway, I hope that helps you a little bit. Just remember this: you have to, if you're playing a song, play the song. Learn the melody and get it really clear in your head. Play the melody, play a chord, play a fill. But get back to the melody. Remember that's real important. After you play that chord, get right back again, you see? So this way the people psychologically know what you're playing. I've heard some guys start out, and I've done it myself, and I've spaced out so much, people said, well, were you playing Whispering? And I was playing. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know that tune, it's too early. Anyway, it's an old tune. And, you know, get, get the melody clear, that's my point. And... Listen to the piano players, not the guitar players. I should be telling you that, man. Of all things to say, you don't listen to guitar players. You're probably all Pat Metheny freaks. I, I was just with Pat last night. We were having a good time together. I love him. I know him a long time. But listen to piano, because piano do, piano does all all the nice things, like they do, or they do. Sound. sound is very important too, by the way. You know, of course, everybody's into sound today, but I'm talking about finger sound. Your vibrato. Like what kind of a sound do you want? You don't even need to play anything. You can just play the melody and play it with a big sound. seminar I ever had to do in my life. Yes? Uh, how did you start your approach to a contemporary style? Well, you know, I'm, I'm an old man, first of all. That's the one that's very important to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I started a long time ago. You know. And I came through several eras 
I started in the swing era, believe it or not. That was way back in the 40s. That's when I started listening. And I started uh, studying in the late 40s. Now, I came through bebop. I came through avant-garde. I came through mainstream. I came through everything. So along the line, I picked up a lot of things. And many of the little devices that I picked up come from the, the modern players like Coltrane and people like that. So I started to develop the style listening to Coltrane, listening to Arnett Coleman, and um, trying to, it was very difficult to figure out what they were doing at the time, and still is. But I would try to get the flavor of it. I would try to, uh, try to improvise in that particular vein some way. And then I was encouraged by some very good space cadets in Chicago and, and Florida. So slowly but surely, I developed the style. I developed the style of playing a little bit inside, a little bit outside, and uh, using your ear a lot. Just just trying to d dive deep for, for things. Trying to get away from the diatonal comedy, actually. You see, like, say, for instance, if I'm playing, like, Green Dolphin Street. of what I play is arpeggio. Jeez, that's great. I love that. I gotta tell her. I gotta remember that. I think maybe it's more like 75%, don't you? Okay, arpeggios are real interesting because uh, they tie in with the chord shapes. Now, what I try to do is I try to play the arpeggios that come out of the chord shapes, especially the contemporary chord shapes. Let me give you an idea. Tell me what this chord is. Anyway, it's a B flat 13 sus with a flat 9. But look at the way it's spread out. Now, that's what makes it interesting. Watch. You see? I played the arpeggio from the shape. You can take simpler ones. Take something like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
taking I'm taking the shapes that are interesting and making arpeggios out of them. See what I mean? Minor shapes. say it's misunderstood maybe but it's uh, maybe kind of lacking we need to draw more from contemporary shapes and get the arpeggios from those from those shapes like here there's a G major 7 flat 5 like you're playing something here. This is from listening to Train and Coltrane and people like because that's the way they were playing. You know, a lot of fancy arpeggios and scales and stuff like that. So I started to start an experiment with that. But I'm working more and more uh, as I get older with those kind of shapes and what I call fragments, little bits and pieces of the chord like... Now that might sound real slick, but all it is is an F major. myself as much of a compro but I like I like I like to hear it and I like to do it even though I should be better at it I think and like say for instance we're playing uh, okay. <laughs> 
Now, that's generally how I would do it, you know, but I'm beginning to experiment more with um, doing it some, something like piano players would do it, like with, with, with a little bit more of uh, breaking the chords. Like that. <laughs> I can't wait to get out of here. Okay, so I would do something like... Uh, jazz and 20% pop. So that meant there was a lot of jazz clubs and you could 
lot of jazz players play. And it didn't cost you $40 a set, and you could have a beer and listen to a, a great player play. Uh, nowadays, you have to um, pay 50 bucks. They throw you out after the second <laughs> set. So it's all corporate. <laughs> and uh, sometimes the people are not worth the 50 bucks if you want to know the truth of the matter. But it's, it's much different now. It's business. It's bigger business, you know. Now you have to be somewhat of a star in jazz to be to make it. You know, most of us are teaching. There's a lot of great players, believe me, that I know that have to teach because they can't go out and make a living playing jazz anymore. So there's definitely a def different jazz scene today. It's not, as, it's not as good as it was, I don't think. Even though they keep saying, oh, it's great, and there's more publications, and you can read about your stars and all the magazine and all the young lines and everything. There's, there's a big difference. Before it was hands-on, we were playing all the time. Now it's different. You know, you can go. You, you used to be able to go in any several clubs a night and, and jam and stay all night long, especially in a city like Chicago. And probably Boston too. I don't know that much about it over here, but, but back then it was really nice. We had fun. Jazz was fun. Now it's it's business, big business. You know, are you a star? You see, I'm too old to be in jazz. Did you know that? <coughs> Uh, you're shaking your head, man, but it's true. You see, you know, I you gotta have that look. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that 19-year-old look. You know what I mean? Can't play shit, but you gotta be 19, man. That's the thing about it. <laughs> no, you gotta be like Kenny Burns said. Either you gotta be real young or real old. So I'm the latter. I'm getting there anyway. Won't be long enough. I'll be an old, decrepit guy playing my weird and fast runs. <laughs> then what am I going to do with the money, man? <laughs> I'll be too old to enjoy it. <laughs> take the doctors. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me take some of that jazz money. Come here, boy. <laughs> I'll play one of my, I'll play, I do compose music too, by the way. And I'll play you uh, one of my pieces. This composition was inspired when I was in my Indian bag. Which means I was looking east all the time. I live in the west, but I was looking east. Where the far east, yeah. No, I was looking to New York. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 